We're going to talk about depression today, or the big sad, as all the kids are calling it. Now, I know that a lot of the people listening struggle with some form of depression, so I want to address it as best I can. And having had struggles with this myself, I'll do the best that I can to, to pass on what seems to work best. I also hear a lot of grumbling just from the average person, and one of the things that I hear quite a bit is something to the effect of hating life. And now people say that they hate life all the time, and I want to point out that it's it's really important to understand that this is a false perception. If you If you say that you hate life, what you're really saying is that you hate the life you're living right now. You don't hate existence itself. You just have or you, you just you hate the collection of of habits, places, people, and emotions that you've compiled into your daily experience. And I want to make this distinction because the reality is that once you understand what's going on in your head, you have the power to change it. So one thing I've learned about depression and anxiety and all those other fun emotions is that they're there for a reason. They're, they're always there for some kind of practical purpose. Your brain, your body, your unconscious mind, they have zero interest in having you live an emotionally unhealthy life. Okay, Depression has real effects on your health. It really does. And honestly, any powerful emotion has negative effects on your health. So your, your body and your mind, they're not out to get you. They might be misguided sometimes, but it's in their best interest to keep you healthy as a whole. And you're, you're wired for survival. So everything about you is geared towards keeping you alive and passing on your DNA to keep the species alive as well. So there's no self-destruct button anywhere inside you. Your unconscious isn't making you depressed for no reason. It's trying to solve a survival-related problem. Emotions are not random. Emotions are there to motivate us and move us to action. The knowledge of what we need to do is usually not enough to get us to take action. We have to feel something. We have to get upset. We have to get excited. You know, just think about how many things you know you should do um, but you're not doing. I know that I should be vacuuming my living room, but I keep putting it off. You know, it bothers me, but it doesn't light a fire anywhere in me. But I guarantee that if somebody came over, I would get it done. Knowing that I would be having company over, that would cause me to feel anxiety, embarrassment, and probably a couple other things as well. So your negative emotions, they're, they're trying to tell you something. If you hate your life, if you hate yourself, that's your unconscious trying to tell you that the character you've created for yourself is no longer serving your true nature. Somewhere deep down inside, you you have the answers you need. You know what your true purpose is, and you know how to get there. All that information is something that you already have. It's just it's buried in your unconscious. And these negative emotions that you feel, that's your unconscious mind's way of telling you that you need to change something important in your life. And remember, this is something that we talk about a lot on the show. The unconscious doesn't communicate with words. It doesn't have the ability to use higher language skills. It's unimaginably intelligent, but it speaks a totally different language than that of the rational mind. The unconscious uses emotion. It uses symbolism. It uses intuition. Now, the emotional aspect is what's really important here because it's why you're feeling depressed. That's your inner self trying to communicate with you. It's not you failing at life. It's not you unable to produce serotonin, and it's not just the way you are. You know, if you're dealing with any kind of depression, your unconscious is trying to tell you something, and that's how it communicates. It's telling you that you're living a lifestyle, that you're making decisions that don't serve you, that aren't good for you, and this, it's not something to beat yourself up over, you know? People make the best decisions that they can at the time. Down the road, those decisions might look bad, but nobody ever intentionally makes the wrong choice. It's how we learn, you know? So it's not something to be upset about, but 
just take a minute. If you, if you have, if you find yourself falling into this trap of saying that you hate your life, could you imagine a life in which you didn't deal with depression? You know, forget about having money um, and love and, you know, things and all that other stuff. Could you imagine a life in which you had a deep connection with your inner self where all of your past trauma is healed, where your childhood and your teenage issues are resolved, where you live life on your own terms, you have the freedom to create the art that you want or to raise the family that you want or to help the community, etc. You know, where you just, you have the right amount of challenge, but also the right amount of stability. You know, whatever that is, it's going to look different for everybody. But I know that depression can, it's really good at creating this illusion that nothing will ever change. It makes you feel like everything's hopeless and that you're stuck. Like no matter what you do, um, that feeling is going to remain. But it's just not true. The emotion is there to kick you into gear. It's there to get you off your ass to try to do something different. And my point is, you know, ask yourself, can you imagine a great life? Because if you can imagine it, you can create it. Pythagoras said that concern should drive us into action, not depression. And we're, that's the issue here. We're, we're misreading our body's signals. We're taking depression and anxiety as this hopeless thing because we're not taught how to deal with this stuff. Schools make us learn how to find the area of triangle or whatever, whatever it was that Pythagoras did with triangles. I'm not a math guy, but you know, they, they won't have us learn his philosophy. You know, the philosophy of somebody who believed that geometry was an initiation into the spiritual realms. They didn't teach us how to deal with our emotions and to process them properly. And because of this, every time we go through something painful, we hold on to those negative emotions, sometimes for years. When we talked about Freud a couple of weeks ago, I quoted him saying that um, unexpressed emotions will never die. They are buried and will come forth later in uglier ways. So these unexpressed, unprocessed, misunderstood emotions, they create what's called the shadow self. And we talked about that when we talked about Carl Jung. And they add up to this huge mass of unconscious fear, anger, and pain. Eckhart Tolle, talk, he calls this pain, um, he, he calls this the pain body. And he describes it as almost being a separate entity that lives inside of you, which makes sense when you really stop to think about it because somewhere around 95% of what we do is done by the unconscious. So when we go through difficult times, the unconscious wants, it wants to keep us safe from those, from those things happening again. And it only speaks in the language of emotions and symbols, so it can't reason its way to a solution. Instead, it does the best it can, and it holds on to all of those painful emotions to make sure that you don't put yourself back in that situation. It brings them up again and says, hey, remember this, remember that. When you start down that same path, it throws that negativity at you as a warning. But when you don't work through the emotions in a healing, beneficial way, they just sit there. You know, you lock them up in the basement of your mind. They fester, they grow, and though eventually they will start to express themselves unexpectedly. And the crazy thing is... We usually don't even realize when this the, the pain body is lashing out. It's our unconscious, and because it's our unconscious, it tends to stay below the level of our conscious awareness. So this is one of the major reasons that a lot of people deal with depression. And I know that for for me a while back, I just I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. You know, I would be doing good in most aspects of life. I'd be generally happy, and I would have what I needed. And then boom, I get horribly depressed out of nowhere. And it didn't matter where I was, it didn't matter who I was with, it didn't matter what I was doing. I just, I didn't feel like I could stop it. And I didn't feel like I had any control over it. Now, obviously, there's a lot of factors to depression. And that being said, once I realized how much stuff I was holding in, 
and I started to work through all that, it did, it, it changed everything. And I mean, the deeper I dug, the more stuff that I found. I mean, I had been through a lot in just the last couple of years, and that alone took a while to process. But even after that, there were things from like high school and even childhood that I realized I was still holding on to. When you don't process all that stuff, it doesn't go away. It pops back up. And you may, you may realize that you're still upset about something that happened years ago. You may not even pick up on it. And you realize that you're actually still making bad decisions off of that, you know, based off of that pain that you've been holding on to for all of that time. To heal, you have to learn how to process that darkness and to let it out. And you probably don't even realize how much crap you have locked up in the basement of your mind at the moment. Because like I said, it's, it's in your unconscious. You're not aware of it. It's below that level of you know, rationality. It takes a little bit of work to bring it up to the light of day. And it takes even more work to deal with it once it's there. The only way to heal from it is to stop running from it. You have to learn how to sit there, how to let the pain, the anger, the fear, whatever else it is, just fully wash over you. And it takes some time sitting with your demons without trying to hide from them before you can really start to master them. And that means you can't bottle it back up. You can't force it down. You can't distract yourself. You can't do anything really except give, your, give yourself permission to feel whatever it is that comes up. And the more you have locked up, the harder this is going to be, obviously. And things are going to get much worse before they get better. So understand that. Go into this. It's not an instant fix. It's going to be difficult. Just remember that the only way out is through. And hiding is not healing. Suppression is not a safe, long-term solution. But after spending some time doing this shadow work, your depression will start to make a lot more sense. Those random episodes of hopelessness, they won't seem so random anymore. You'll start to see it as the, the red flag that it is. Also remember that depression comes up from the, from the shadow self, from unresolved issues. You have to heal those, and a lot of times it doesn't make sense where the negativity is coming from. And that leads me to my second point. People aren't taught how to process emotions. We're not educated in, in how to handle that side of ourselves, which is ridiculous when you think about it because our emotional life is a huge part of who we are. Because we lack this emotional education, a lot of times it's easy to forget why we have these feelings. The purpose of emotion is to motivate us. If you've been listening for a while, you might remember how I talk about the importance of emotion in creating change. And one of the reasons people have a hard time creating lasting change in their lives is because they don't leverage the power of their emotions. They know they should do something, but they don't get the feeling behind it. That's what drives us. That's what motivates us. That's, it's what moves us forward. We can know that we should do something on an intellectual level, but that doesn't mean that we will. It's the idea of pleasure and pain. Everything we do comes down to either avoiding pain or pursuing pleasure. Positive emotions are the reward for doing what we're supposed to, and negative emotions are an incentive to change. So, and people get stuck in this idea that, oh, I feel bad. I want to hide from it. I want to, like, why want to change? But they don't change the things that they do. They don't, they don't figure out what the root cause of that feeling is. Because it's hard. It takes work. You know, it takes confronting yourself. It takes facing up to the things that you're trying to avoid. And the issue with things like depression and general anxiety is that people forget this, you know, because these feelings, they tend to come from the unconscious and because of that, it's, it's hard to trace them back to their source. You know, you might not, it might not be obvious why, you know, like a depressed or 
angry disposition like actually leads back to some childhood trauma or to some like even you know maybe more recent like issues that you've had or something that you went through that you didn't process you know but if you struggle with these emotional issues it's really important to understand that it is your unconscious trying to tell you something and it doesn't know how to speak in words but it is deeply connected to your body. The unconscious tries to get your attention in the only ways that it can, and that's by influencing your emotions and your body. So that's why you get gut feelings. That's why depression feels like a hole in your chest. That's why anxiety can physically make your heart race, because an unconscious is, is connected. That's, that's what it is. Now, look, I don't want to say that this is 100% everything that you need to know about these disorders, okay? There's obviously, there's a lot of factors involved and there, there could definitely be other things going on. And there's, there are biological factors to consider as well. But remember, your biology and your psychology are very closely connected. They influence each other. And when something's wrong with either one of them, it can, it can turn into a chicken and egg kind of situation where it's hard to untangle that and know what came first. And if you're struggling with mental health issues, please you know, look into getting some kind of help because a good therapist is going to help you do this kind of self-healing that I'm talking about here, okay? I had to learn all this stuff the hard way. I did it on my own and I did it as a means of survival and I'm grateful that it happened the way it did. But I, when I look back at it, I always wonder how much quicker I could have gotten through it, how much more efficiently I could have gotten through it, how much pain I maybe could have saved myself. So, you know, I, I definitely, and I, I also had some, went to some very dark places that I don't want I don't encourage other people to go to, so I, I always do encourage people to go get help if they're going through something like this. And Mental health is something that we talk about a lot on here. It's not something that society takes seriously enough. It's not a conversation that most people are comfortable having, so I like making people uncomfortable because I'm always uncomfortable, so I want to bring them down to my level, so we'll have the conversation. I'll be the one to do it, guys. Either way, society has come up with some pretty screwed up ideas of depression. And the point that I'm, I'm making here is that if you don't learn to listen to your unconscious, you're never going to heal. That depression is there for a reason. It's telling you that something needs to change. And it might not be clear what it is at first, but if you, if you look into it, you'll find your answers. But if you run from it, if you try to cover up that feeling, you're not solving the problem. You're putting a band-aid on it. And it's not going to go anywhere. You might be able to mask it for a while. You might be able to look the other way for several years, but you're not, you're not fixing it, you know? And it might be that you've buried something that's demanding to be let out. It might be a situation that you're in that doesn't align with your true purpose. It might be your unconscious telling you that what you're doing with your life is not what you're supposed to be doing. And that's a really tough one to come to terms with, especially if you've been ignoring it for a while. And it's so important to learn to listen to this voice Instead of running from the bad feelings, you know, your unconscious mind built your entire body. The, it built the physical brain. It, it built everything from the ground up. It's been directing every single organ to function properly. Every injury to heal. Every automatic learned response. It built you in the womb and it's been keeping you alive ever since. It knows what's best for you. It does. Learn to listen to this part of yourself. You don't have to fully understand it. You're not going to, but the more you learn to trust it, the better off that you'll be. So stop hiding from those negative emotions. They're a lesson. They're a communication, and they suck the way that you get them sometimes, but they're there for a reason. They're not something to be run, run away from. Process them. Accept them. Feel them. 
It's the only way that you're going to heal in the long run. And remember, if you hate your life, you don't really hate life in its entirety. You only hate the life that you've built. And that's okay. You've built this one. You can build a new one. Figure out what needs to go, what needs to change, and start taking whatever steps you can to make it happen. Just remember the law of cause and effect. It's really as simple as figuring out the effect that you want and then working backwards to find the right cause. That's it. That's the secret to life. That's how you become successful. That's all it takes. So where you go in life is totally up to you. And while the starting point is typically out of our control, at the end of the day, your decisions brought you to where you are now. And in the same way, your decisions from here on out are going to determine where you end up. So good luck, guys. Thanks for listening.